Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I am your host. And today, we got a doozy for you. I don't even know what that means, to be honest. It just sounds cool. But we are actually going to be talking about my writing journey and how you can just get better at something over a long period of time. Now, I think um, one thing that people often do, and this is, you, you see this in sports a lot, especially, is the assumption when you see a good athlete is always, oh man, that person is super talented. And we always put them on this pedestal. And and the reason we do this, and they talk about this in uh, um, the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, how by putting someone in the talent category and they're saying, oh, their talent is God-given. It just has come from their genetics. Uh, We give ourselves an out because what we're really saying is not that person's really talented. We're saying we can't be that because we weren't given those genetics. Now, to some extent, that is true. There is truth to the fact that there's not much you can do to be 6'8", 6'9", like LeBron James. There's not a lot you can do um, to just have the the natural playmaking ability like Michael Jordan or to be able to jump up and catch a football like Randy Moss. Like they these are things that um definitely uh have come with their genetic makeup to some extent. But we can't go all the way and say that because then if you believe that fully, that means you also have to believe that you just can't get better at anything. That you should only do things that when you were born, you were naturally talented at and uh, then just, yeah, you just keep working on those things that, you, you know, you knew you had the natural talent for. So for me, with track and field, I did have a lot of natural talent for sprinting. But there were also a lot of other kids that had natural talent for sprinting. And what I learned when I was a little kid was I would face kids and they'd be faster than me. They'd be better than me. They'd be taller than me. They'd be bigger than me. They'd kill me in races. But I just stayed consistent over a long period of time. And, you know, I'd get closer and closer and closer and closer over the years. Next thing you know, I'd beat them. And then I'd move on to another kid who was harder and faster. And I would do the same thing. And I kept doing that until eventually I was king of the hill. And it was like everyone was coming for me. But I saw myself get better at something. And one thing I struggled with all through school, like I was, if I had to choose between English and math, I was much more of a math student. I, I enjoyed math and numbers way more than, than grammar. Grammar, I really struggled with. I never really grasped. And I still struggle with to this day. I never really grasped like the English language. Like I, like, in, and that's so weird to say because that's the only language I know. It's not like I know ten languages. But uh, when I was in high school, up until that point, like I, I really had no affinity for writing. But when I was in high school, my last year in two thousand eight, I had a teacher. Uh, I took a creative writing course, and the teacher, Miss Williams, who was teaching it, she came to me and. Uh, she came to the whole class, actually. She gave us an assignment to just every morning we got to write uh, for, like, we had free writing for 10 minutes. And it was the first time I'd ever had this concept introduced that you can just write for 10 minutes, no, without structure, no paragraphs, no, you don't have to think about anything, just write about what you want to write about. And she had ended up reading a lot of what we wrote. And she told me, you know, that I had some structural issues for sure, which wasn't surprising to hear. But she said, you're actually pretty creative of a writer. I said, huh. No one's ever told me that before because all people had ever focused on was, well, you spelled this wrong, you did this wrong. They told me all the things I did wrong. She told me something that I did right. And now what was cool about it is that little comment that she gave me was enough to change my life. And here's why. 
that was in, I graduated from high school in 2008. Uh, so that was right when like in, in blogging is like prime. Like I remember uh, uh, I was at that point, I was like, I was reading like, um, oh man, what's it called? Copy. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the blog now, but I was reading Pro, Pro Blogger and some of like the original like big blogs anyway that taught you like how to how to have your own big blog. And uh, one thing I constantly did was um, I just started writing. We, me, me and my brother started our own uh, our own blog called Cover Ground. It was a, a blog for athletes helping athletes, and I just started writing. I write one article, two articles. You know, I got to a point where it's like one article a week. And then I was like, man, we were going to do like three articles a week. I did three. And then there was one summer, my brother and I were home and we wrote one article a day. Like we posted something new every single day. We had all these series. We had all, it was, it was so much fun. It was like the time of my life. And um, I realized two big things. One, that I enjoyed writing and two, that I was really bad at it. <laughs> but I enjoyed it enough that I was willing to stick with it. And, I, and that's exactly what I did. I kept at it. I kept at it. I kept at it. I kept going with it. I, I just would not stop with the writing. And as I was doing this, what I noticed was that my writing was getting better. It was, it took a while, but it was getting better and I was making less mistakes. And then before you know it, things like Grammarly came out and Hemingway editor that helped me to add clarity to the writing. And it just kept going. It just kept getting a little bit better and a little bit better over a long period of time. And when I'm looking back on this now, I realize that that's what the true power of habit is, is that if you can show up for something every single day for a long period of time, you start to notice that you must start making these little incremental improvements. And to the to other people, they don't really notice. It's not, it's not a big deal to them. To you, though, you see these differences. You see these changes happening. And that, to me, like my writing journey is something that any person can relate to because it's not the story of, oh, I was super talented from when I was a little kid and then I just worked hard on top of that. See, anybody can say that. Anybody can notice that they they have an affinity for something and then work hard at it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's what I would say when my track and field career was, like I said before. There, I noticed there was something there and I just worked hard at it over a long period of time and it worked out good. But writing was different. I didn't have that affinity, but I just kept at it and I kept at it and I kept at it and I'm still going to keep at it. And it's something I'm going to use in my toolbox for the rest of my life. I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep, like I'm working on my second book right now. I'm going to keep working on new books. I'm going to keep working on this thing because I think it's a tool that um, there's like, there's no, there's no downsides to getting better at writing. It's not like I'll get to a certain age. I'll be like, man, why did I put all this time into writing? It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Writing is a basic skill. It's just like communicating with people. Like you'll never waste time on communicating um, because you always need to work on those on those communication skills. So um, I, I think the moral why I'm saying this and why I want to talk about this was you can get better at anything you decide to, whether it is you're trying to get better at a language. And here's the thing. You might not be the best in the world at it, but just because you're not going to be the best in the world doesn't mean it's not worth getting better at like you might not be the best French speaker, but it doesn't mean that learning French cannot be beneficial to your life. You might not be the best person at working out or at running marathons, but that doesn't mean that it can't be beneficial to your life. And it's just remembering that, stepping back and being like, let me attack this thing every single day. And that's where Habit Stacker comes in really nicely into this equation because you know you can download a Habit Stacker. You can have an app that 
you go to every single day and you can say, I did it. 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 Oh, no, I didn't do it. And you ruin a streak that you had. And you can look back after a year and say, wow, look how many days I have done this. Look how many, like, and just be amazed at how much you have put in, how many times you've tried and done this thing. You can just see it, like visually looking back and go, wow, that is amazing to see what has been accomplished over the last how many, how much ever period of time. And that's the beauty of just showing up for something every single day.